Well, good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, John Fowler. It is Wednesday, and it is the 28th day of September. And I'd like to say good morning to everyone, wherever you may be. And if you're listening across the world, it may be good evening to you. So I just want to say, I just want to cover all the bases. Hope you're doing well today. And uh, we need to continue to pray for the ones in Florida uh, that are getting hammered by this storm, uh, Ian. And man, I tell you what, I posted something on my Facebook uh, because me being a pilot, um, there was uh, a tornado came through the airport in Florida yesterday and just wreaked havoc on a bunch of airplanes. And man, it was just really hated to hear that. But, uh, you know, human life is more important. And so we need to pray for the people of, um, of Florida and Georgia uh, and uh, and all the way up the coast. So, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, God, stop the storm. And, Lord, we just pray in Jesus' name for safety on these people, uh, God, and we just pray that you move on behalf of them, and we give you thanks, and we give you praise, and we give you honor, because it's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, we're talking about preparing for rain today. We're going to be over in Acts chapter 2, uh, as well as over in 1 Corinthians, uh, and then uh, we're going to finish up in 1 Kings t- uh, today. But uh, let me tell you something. You know, people are talking, as, the, as we talk about the, uh, the topic today, prepare for rain, people have been talking about this hurricane for days. And the news has been talking about it. The Weather Channel has been talking about it. And then what happens is when they get the news out there, then people start talking about it. Well, and people are talking about, you know, the storm surge. They're talking about how much rain. They're talking about the winds. Uh, it's a Cat 5 storm now. Um, and people are talking about these things, and we should be talking about these things. And even in West Virginia, where we are, uh, we could have some remnants of the storm uh, later on in the uh, the week uh, with a lot of rain. But one thing that, um, and, and it's like people are getting the warning out. It's like the news is getting the warning out. People are, uh, you know, letting people know that they need to get out. But over 2,000 years ago, there, there was a man named Jesus that's in heaven now, sitting at the right hand of his father and making intercession for us, was here on earth, and he was talking about how he was coming back. And he said that he was coming back, and he's going to come back, and he's going to get his children. He's going to get his church. He's going to get his bride. That's who we are. Um, you know, as weird as it may sound uh, to a lot of people, we are going to marry we are the bride of Christ. We are going. There's going to be a marriage supper of the Lamb when we all get to heaven, and we are going to. And Jesus is going to marry His bride, and we are the bride of Christ. And so, over two thousand years ago, Jesus said that He was coming back, and um, people continue to ignore the warning signs. They continue to to absolutely ignore the warning signs that he's coming. And uh, so I'm telling you, we've got to get ready because we need to prepare for rain. We need to prepare for revival because it's coming. There's going to be a great revival that's going to take place. And I am so thankful for it. And uh, so you need to prepare for rain. I know the Paul's churches are preparing for rain, but Acts chapter 2, verse 7, let me give you this. Acts chapter 2 and verse um 17, actually, is let me flip the page. Let me show you something here. And it shall come to pass in the last days. I particularly think we're in the last days. 
saith God, and this is God saying this, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Now, I was reading a commentary, and I've got a lot of different things I want to share with you today. So I was reading a commentary from Matthew Henry uh, just a little bit ago that I thought was really good. Now, here's what Matthew Henry said uh, about Acts chapter 2, verse 17. It says that the spirit should be in them a spirit of prophecy. By the spirit, they shall be enabled to foretell things to come and to preach the gospel to every creature. See, he said... He said that he was going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, on all flesh. So he says that upon all flesh. And he goes on to say upon some of all ranks and conditions of men. And I think that that is just absolutely awesome. Now listen to this. This power shall be given without distinction of sex, not only your sons, but your daughters. So he's going to pour it out on all men, all women. And, uh, and you know, the, the sex of a child isn't going to matter. He's going to pour it out on all of us. Sons and daughters shall prophesy without distinction of age, both your young men and your old men shall see visions and dream dreams. And they will receive divine revelation from heaven. <clears throat> That's what's exciting about this. You know, here's here's the key to this. You know, it's like I heard um, I heard someone say not long ago. They said when when they go to church and they go into a connect group or they go into a Sunday school group, they say, "Has anybody had any revelation from God this week?" And then it's like crickets. It's like the Lord's not showing people anything. Well, he's showing you. It's just you're not receiving it. It's you're not getting it. And I mean, the, the revelation that God gives me on a, rev- on a regular basis, I do not take it for granted. But let me tell you something. I'm giving you the great news today that revival is coming and we need to prepare for rain. Because he's pouring out his spirit out upon all men and all flesh. You say, well, it's not happening in our church. Well, then let me tell you something. you got to find out why it's not happening in your church and find out why and change it. Let me tell you something. These dead, dried up churches, man, I tell you what, it's awful. And I'm glad that we don't have a dead, dried up church in Gasaway and Winfield. And so I just want to tell you, if you're in a dead, dried up church and you're holding on there because mommy was there or daddy was there or your grandparents started that church and it's deader than four o'clock, get out of there or change it. Because let me tell you something, if you haven't seen us, if you haven't seen a soul saved in your church in 20 years, change it. You can change the circumstances. And let me tell you, one of the things that people have to do, and and uh, and one, let me let me share this with you about Acts chapter two seventeen. It says, "And your old men shall dream dreams. You are never too old to dream big. 
you're never too old to dream big. I mean, I've got things in, in my pouch that I'm wanting to do uh, in, in my 70s and my 80s. Let me tell you something. You, you don't let things hold you back. Don't say that you're getting old. Say that you're, I mean, say that you are blessed and highly favored. Yeah, you may be getting old, but let me tell you something. I don't act like I'm 54 years old, and I'm certainly not going to, absolutely, when I get 60, I'm not going to act like I'm 60. I'm going to absolutely press and just keep going and just keep, see, you got to have motivation. They asked some people one time in a nursing home, in an, in an old folks facility, they asked them, they said, what do you, um, what do you, uh, you know, why have you lived a long time? You know, what was some of the reasons? And somebody said, well, you know, I, I drank a, 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 an ounce of wine a day and, you know, I, I, I didn't drink. Some people said, well, I didn't eat fast food and, and, and all this kind of thing. People had different opinions. But one thing lined up. They said that they had purpose. Once you lose your purpose, you're in trouble. Once you, once you lay down... I heard one time um, Senator J, uh, Senator um, Joe Manchin say, uh, he said, when you say that you're done, you probably are. So look, we've got things to do, people to see, places to go, people to be saved. And we cannot give up any energy to the enemy. We have to keep it all towards God. Now, let me give you 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 14. Let me show you something. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 14. Um, well, it actually starts a little bit sooner than that. But let me tell you something. For us to prophesy, for us to be able to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, for us to be able to cast out demons, for us to be able to do all those things, there are spiritual gifts that we need. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit within inside of us so that we can be able to work in these gifts to be able to to allow them to manifest through us and that's where the power is that's what happened in Acts chapter 2 now discerning uh, concerning spiritual gifts this is in 1st Corinthians chapter 12 now concerning spiritual gifts brethren i would not have you ignorant ye know that the gentiles carried away uh, unto these dumb idols even as ye were led wherefore i give unto you the understanding that not men speaketh, but by the Spirit of God. That's revelation. That's what we need to look for. You need to, you need to seek revelation from God. Call it Jesus accused, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. We have to have the Holy Ghost within inside of us. Now, there are diversities of gifts by the same Spirit, and these are uh, differences uh, of administration by the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is of the same God which worketh in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given the Spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts, not just a gift, but the gifts of healing, which covers them all, by the same Spirit. Do you know that the gift of healing can be through your fingers, through your hands, through the Holy Ghost, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy? 
Here we go to another, the, the discerning of spirits. How many times have I told you since COVID hit, there's going to have to be decisions that you're going to have to make and you're going to have to hear God. Let me tell you something. It's contradictive. Now listen to what I'm about to tell you. Why is it contradictive that God is telling some people to get the vaccine and God's telling other people not to? I'm just saying. All right. You know, why did God speak to many, many people to go out and stock up on toilet paper when there was a shortage? And why did the Holy Spirit not speak to some? And look, I didn't panic over none of it. And we shopped at the store just like we normally did. Christy said, do you think I should get any extra stuff? I said, no, just keep shopping like you always did. And guess what? We have just as much toilet paper as some as you all. uh, I mean, you can only use one roll at a time. See, controversy and circumstances can sometimes make a mockery of the church. Because the church panics like the world does. And the church should be the leader through distress when things are going wrong. We should be the leader. We shouldn't be the ones that are uh, being anxious about stuff. Just tells you where we are in a, as a church. To another, the diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh in one, the self-same spirit, dividing to every man as he will. Let me tell you something. The gifts of the Spirit need to be in operation in your church and in you personally because you are the church. The Spirit of God needs to be in operation. These gifts need to be moving all the time with inside of us. Let me tell you something. Great things are ahead, but you've got to walk in the Spirit. Walk in healing. Walk in victory. Walk in His glory. God's faithful. Now let me give you another scripture here. In 1 Kings... 1 Kings, and we'll finish up with this one uh, today. 1 Kings, and we're dealing with uh, chapter 18, talking about Elijah and and, uh, the drought. The drought lasted uh, uh, at least three years. And so if you look at verse 41, And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the abundance of rain. Now think about it. There was a sound before the actual rain hit. And let me tell you something. The Bible tells us over in Acts chapter 2 that there was a sound like a mighty rushing wind. Let me tell you something, church. You need to start listening for the sound. Start listening for the sound, the sound of the abundant rain. Start listening for the sound like a mighty rushing wind. Let me tell you something, because after the sound comes the miracle. After the sound comes the healing. After the sound comes the, the impartation of God's Spirit within inside of you. So he says, get ready for the abundance of rain. They'd had a drought. Churches today are having droughts. It's like they haven't seen God move in 30 years. It's time to get in a Bible-believing church that believes The gifts of the Spirit are in operation, and God is moving in a mighty way. Let me tell you something. Christianity is not supposed to be boring. Christianity is not supposed to be whole humdrum, come and sit down, sing three songs, 
listen to a message and beat the Presbyterians to Shoney's or meet the Baptists or beat the Baptists to Shoney's or, or whatever you may say. You know, let me tell you something. Seeing God move in your life, it doesn't matter if it's 1230, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, whether your belly's growling or your uh, roast is burning. If God's moving, stay in the move. Stay in the move where God is, and you'll see great things happen. So you need to prepare for rain. You need to get your umbrella because where the – what is it? Where the um, the rain comes out, the glory – let's see. How was that song? I can't remember. But um, I can remember the title of it, but it just slipped me when I was about to say it. Um, the glory is going to run out, not run out like as an empty, but it's going to run out on you because just like I read to you in Acts chapter two seventeen, it shall come to pass, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. God's going to do it. Not man, not you, but God's going to do it. And we're going to see great things take place. If you're not where you need to be with Jesus, let me tell you something. You can make that change right now. You say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Father, forgive me of what I've done. You don't have to name it all. Just say, Father, forgive me of everything I've done. And come into my life and live. Say, devil, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. I'm going to serve Jesus all all of my days. If you prayed that prayer, let us know about it. Let us know that you accepted him into your heart and life. Continue to pray for the people in Florida uh, because this storm is, uh, is unreal. But in your church, prepare for rain. Prepare for revival. It's coming. I promise you. You want to be a part of this ministry? You can do that by just watching, but also by your financial support. You can text the word PULSE to 1-304-244-3187, thepulsechurch.com. Go to our website, give through PayPal, mail your love gift to P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia, 26624. Pray you have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow for the next edition of the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Before you go today, please share the broadcast. Let people know they need to hear this, that Jesus is coming soon. Hallelujah. Have a great day.